When you love someone, you don't have to be nice to them all the time. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fame, your weekly reality star breakdown and all about the city that breaks them down. Hey guys, it's me again, Brittany, your favorite nine to fiver Los Angeles resident. I'm here all alone on this rainy day in LA. I was sitting here going, man, I really need to come out with another podcast. So much has happened. So why not get started? This is the perfect week. So much has happened. It was Valentine's Day week, you guys. Valentine's Day was on Tuesday. I'm not sure about you guys, but I don't do Valentine's Day very well at all. Like it's kind of embarrassing. That's why I wanted to start off with that quote. When you love someone, you don't have to be nice all the time. It's actually, I know it wasn't a, um, why can I can never speak when I'm doing this by myself. It wasn't a quote from a reality star. It was actually from Adam from the show Girls. I hope you guys watched that show. I feel like it was me at least three years ago. And it was season two when he was talking to Hannah. But I felt like that summed up love perfectly. When you love someone, you don't have to be nice to them all the time. Nothing is cheery. Nothing is perfect. And since it was Valentine's Day, I went, well, why not bring that up? So let me just tell you guys how my Valentine's Day went this year. Usually every year we go on a trip. We've gone to, let's see, I don't know. We've gone to Seattle. We've done Portland. We've done San Francisco. But this year it's a little different because, as you all know, we recently bought a house and a dog and we're saving for a wedding. So it's like, mm -mm, we got to stay in, you know, we on a budget. So we decided to do something super low key. We're just going to exchange cards. And I was totally okay with that. Because I've never been really into Valentine's Day. And I can say that it's not even because I'm like single and don't have Valentine's. It's just I thought was really stupid. Um, my fiance, I mean, it's like Christmas, my fiance's birthday's in January, and I'm like, crap, there's another holiday I have to buy something for. So I've never really been into Valentine's Day. But with that said, I want to say how horrible of a Valentine's Dayer I am. I, what, around 3 p.m. on Valentine's Day, I realized I didn't even have a card. So I rushed over to like, CVS, which by the way, was all picked through. I was like that husband who buys their wife a gift like the day of, of Christmas or on Christmas Eve at like Rite Aid. I was that person for a card. Like there was nothing there except for like stupid jokey cards with like teddy bears on them or like a talking dog. And because I'm not seven years old, I didn't find it really humorous. But whatever, I find the perfect card or at least the perfect card that out of the, my options. And then I decide to get my fiance a box of candy. It was actually, well, I shouldn't even say a box. It was pretzel M&Ms because those are his favorite. So I'm like, okay, let me buy like six bags. They were on sale. Perfect. Buy one, get one free. Now I don't look cheap. He comes with six bags of candy. He has a card. Sounds like a perfect Valentine's Day. 
Now, I don't know if you guys have ever driven around LA on Valentine's Day, but like my Google map was seriously black. It wasn't even red. Like it took me over an hour and 10 minutes where it usually takes me 30, 40 minutes to get home from work an hour and 10 minutes. I was totally over it. And on top of it, I was so hungry because I knew he was going to like bring us dinner, like takeout that I end up eating three of the six bags of pretzel M&Ms in the car in traffic. Who am I? Not only was that like all my weeks worth of sugar, that was a gift. Who eats someone's gift? I do. Apparently, I'm telling you guys, I'm the worst. So I get home. And it was, you know what, I'll post the photo. Honestly, like the cutest thing he had done. There were balloons everywhere, there were flowers, and most importantly, for dinner, we had a heart-shaped pizza. Like how sweet is that? It was super easy, it was low-key, it was fun, and I had a heart-shaped pizza. Yeah, I'll definitely post the photo. And, but not pictured in the photo, he had mozzarella sticks and macaroni and cheese bites. In other words, he knows the way to my heart, fried food. So I was pumped. Seriously, best Valentine's Day ever. We sit down, we watch a romantic movie. But during this time, we probably had about, I don't know, two bottles of wine. And then we started on the vodka sodas. So I'm sure, you know, he thought we were going to be like drunk in love, like graining on that wood, graining on that wood later that night. Now, let me tell you what makes me the worst Valentine's Day person. He does all these things. I give him like a card from CVS and like half his gift of like pretzel M&Ms. And then after all of this, after he does like this elaborate thing, I pass out. Yeah, I pass out, guys. He didn't even get to be like drunk in love. Like I wake up at 3 a.m., I'm sleeping on the couch. My mouth tastes like crap because you know it's like after you've been drinking all night and you're like, your mouth kind of tastes like vomit a bit. It tastes like a garbage disposal. I'm sleeping on the couch. I wander into our room. He's sleeping in the room with our dog, London. So not only is he pissed off because he did this elaborate thing, well, sort of elaborate, but better than me, I pass out. I am seriously like the worst person to ever woo or any Valentine's Day. Like, I don't know. Does this happen to you guys or is it just me? Am I like super unromantic? I don't know. I feel like if he was Vicky Gumbelson or whatever her name is, he would be talking about how I don't fill up his love tank. Like, I feel like a really awful person. Who does that? Who waits last minute to buy someone's card, eats half their candy, then enjoys a great pizza, mozzarella sticks, love movie, but then passes out. Doesn't even get like his sexual Valentine's Day healing. I don't know, guys. I was kind of feeling like the worst person in the world for all of this. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. <sighs> well, just to tell you guys a little bit about my Valentine's Day, I was told I needed to open up more. I don't know why I've never really felt like people would want to know about my life, but apparently some people do. So that little noise was just the sensor of my home. I hope no one's trying to break in. That would be really inconvenient, especially right now. So please don't break in. 
Let me see. So I was taking a look to see what was going on in the news. And I like to try to make these short and sweet, especially when I'm by myself. I've mentioned this before. I seriously feel like a psychopath, serial killer when I do these by myself because I'm just sitting in a corner in my room talking to myself with all my thoughts. And it just I feel like I need some type of interaction. And then I have to re-listen to this. And I'm like, I'm fucked up in the head to be able to do this by myself. I don't know. So I'm really looking forward to the Britney Spears biopic that's supposed to happen this weekend. Now I've seen actually, I would be lying if I said I haven't watched the preview for that like a million times. I've probably at least seen it about 30 times because it looks so awfully good. Like who was this lady they casted to be Britney? She's like this doughy eye blonde girl. I'm pretty sure she's never even see I mean do the producers know what Britney Spears looks like or even acts like or talks like any of it I'm not saying the person has to look exactly like Queen Britney Britney Spears but I mean it really looks like they picked a random blonde girl from the street and said you're gonna be Britney Spears now like it looks really sad and really terrible and I'm wondering if any of these Lifetime movies does anyone sign off on them like is it lifetime's goal not to get someone who looks anything like them remotely looks like them actually i take that back that britney um not britney spears that whitney houston one was pretty good i think it was like some girl named yaya she was on america's next top model and angela bassett was the producer so i take back that one but other than that they've all been awful like what else did they did one on Aaliyah? that was awful pretty sure the girl was like 12 who played her They've done um, Versace, that Versace woman. They've done Brittany Murphy. Oh, God, that was terrible. I don't know. You would almost think it was the goal to find some like the complete opposite. I'm surprised they didn't cast a black woman to be Britney Spears. I don't know. But it makes me wonder if someone had a biopic who would play me. Raven Simone. I don't know. No, maybe I wonder if Raven Simone would pick me. Who knows? Who the fuck cares? I don't think anyone watches these Lifetime movies anymore. Um, speaking of, though, I mentioned Black Girl. I am so pumped for having a Bachelorette next season that is going to be Black. It is about damn time. I realized the last episode I just got into The Bachelor. And truth be told, I didn't even watch this week's episode. I just think it's about damn time we have a black bachelorette. It's 2017 and I'm happy we have it on record that I always, always thought Rachel was better than that Nick guy. I told you guys last week I was very concerned if Nick was to pick Rachel, how he was going to support her. I mean, she's an attorney. She's like 31 years old, super smart. She's super charismatic and Nick just looks like a douche. He looks like a mouth breather. I was very concerned how he was going to support her. I know yay feminism, but like things have to at least be 50-50. I mean, no one really cares about a Bachelor Club appearance after like a month after The Bachelor airs. And I don't think he works because he's been doing The Bachelor for so long. So I'm not really sure his income. Yeah, I, I was very concerned. So I'm really happy she's going to be The Bachelorette. I'm wondering if that means like all the men are going to be like chocolate or mm, no, they'll probably throw in a couple mixies for the bachelorette. But I wonder if it's going to be like prominent, like more like men of color or are they going to have like 
all white people. And are these men going to be accomplished or are they going to be like dog walkers? Like how they find these women to be like dog walkers. Curious to see how that will end up next season. I'll be watching. I'll definitely be watching. So guys, um, I like to do, especially when I'm by myself, bring back, bring the, 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 so guys, um, what I love to do, especially when I'm by myself, because again, no one wants to hear me talking by myself for an hour, is give them another 15 minutes, bring them back. And this is a segment where I talk about how I want a show to come back on air, or I want another cast member to have another 15 minutes. And in this case, I want a cast member who's never really had her 15 minutes, but I want her to have her own peach. I feel like she has earned this. She is one of the reasons why I'm watching Real Housewives of Atlanta. I am talking about Miss Marlo Hampton. You guys, this woman is absolute gold. She stirs the pot and just keeps on going. She keeps on pushing. Everything she touches is such sweet tea. I I want to know more. I feel like somehow she has the insight knowledge on all these women and all these women are like secretly scared of her. Like she can throw so much shade in the last week's episode. She like threw the most horrible. It wasn't even shade. It was an insult it was downright rude about that's why um she talks about how kenya's mother doesn't even want to be with her because she's so rude and i was like damn that's a low blow but did you guys notice how no one even came to kenya's defense not even cynthia her bestie came to her defense which shows me they are scared of Miss Marlowe. Or maybe Miss Marlowe has info on each and every one of those wives that she, everyone's like, ooh, yeah, I, I don't even want to touch that bear with a stick because she's going to air out all my dirty laundry, which makes me go, she deserves her own peach. I want Marlo to have her own peach. Marlo will bring it. Well, I mean, could you imagine this cast? I mean, next year or next season, Nini's going to be back. Kim's going to be back, obviously, because Kim is broke. And I'm sure Kashmir isn't doing as well as she thinks it's doing. Like, what, Croy doesn't have football anymore. So she has to support, like, her and her 33 kids on Kashmir. I'm a little concerned, especially they're always going on vacations. She's always shopping. I'm not sure if the clothes she wears are loans, by the way. Has anyone thought about that? Are the clothes Kim Zosiak wearing loners, like Rent the Runway? Because she's always like Snapchatting and Instagramming her herself up in all these like Louis Vuitton, Gucci and all this Dior. But I really don't even think she can afford her mortgage. So I'm not really sure how she's affording to even like have these clothes on her. I'm going to look into that. Has anyone thought about or questioned if she's doing like a rent the runway type of look? Anyway, I digress. But they're going to be back. And just imagine Marlo being casted too. We need Cynthia gone and Marlo in. Like Marlo has such a relationship. Do you guys remember when we were introduced to Marlo for the first time? She, I believe she was friends with Nini. Super good friend. She was even in Nini's wedding. And remember when it was like Nini's spinoff special where... Nini was like getting ready to get married to her ex-husband again 
and Marlo was one of her bridesmaids. And during like their bachelorette, Marlo refused to wear like the color red, like all of the other bridesmaids. She wanted to wear white, even though she wasn't the bride. She wanted all the attention on her. Anyway, I think shortly after that, Nini stopped talking to her. Then she was friends with Kenya for a second. I don't know. They were playing baseball in one episode. And now it seems like she's friendly with Sheree. I don't know. I feel like she knows all the dirts and all the dirty deeds in the dirty South. So I want her on. I did a little deep dive on Marlo as well. Did you guys know? I knew she was like a convicted felon or something or had arrest history. I thought she had an arrest, not plural, an arrest, singular. No, bitch has had seven arrests, you guys. Like, I am scared of her. You know what? This makes sense. These women knows what she's capable of. And it's not just like battery, what she's done. She's done fraud. She's written out false checks. Like this woman was a criminal. This woman was ruthless. This is the woman where you go like sliding your debit card and they're like, ma'am, you have no money in your account. And you're like, what the hell? I have all this money in my account. Then you look and you figure out that some woman in Mississippi has spent like $8,000 on like Xboxes at Walmart. Yeah, that woman was Marlo. That is who she is battery I wrote down something else that she was arrested for firearms illegal firearms so girl knows how to shoot a gun Ooh, yeah give this girl a peach I'm scared of her but give her a peach Ooh, or maybe they can't make like convicted felons like I guess then Teresa wouldn't be on the show just curious, Andy, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, please give Marlo a peach because it will be so sweet and so, so juicy. And I would watch. Let me see a little bit about Marlo. Oh, so Marlo has a show called Marlo's Closet. Yes, just like Heather DeBro's Closet. So it's like the black version. And I'm curious if Heather got this idea from Marlo because if so she has never given her her credit the fact that Marlo has a closet she has her own YouTube channel and she gets respectable views in the thousands like tens of thousands like she goes over what's in her closet obviously it's called Marlo's closet she has her hairdresser in there talk about her weaves and like what paddle brush she used she has her friends talking about their favorite things to wear it's kind of like the view only Atlanta style. So it's like super low budget. But I love how it's all people of color. That actually makes me really happy way to represent. Um, Marlo has her own Marlo emojis. Oh, yeah. Kim emoji move out the way Marlo. See Marlo's been doing this. She's been in the game for forever. She has her own Marlo's closet. She has her own emojis. She has college educated from Florida. That was also one of the reasons why I think she needs her own show because we all know anyone from Florida is crazy as fuck. They're crazy as hell. Like they're all demented. I'm sure something is in the water. Like I've yet to find anyone sane who has ever lived in Florida. Like even if you're there for a week, like it changes you. So the fact that she went to college in Florida tells me she will bring it. You Like like we think we've seen low with that comment with Kenya. No, that was probably high. That was probably high. That was that was Marlo's when we when they go low, we go high moment. Like imagine what else she can bring to this show. Oh, 
And most importantly, you guys, Marlo had her own version of a big papa. Oh, yeah, you guys, rumor has it that reasons why because you know I'm like how the hell does this woman have all this money she's always in Gucci and like I believe it's owned unlike Kim's Zosiacs it's always her she always talks about how she only wears like top designers and everything she wears I mean is like more than my mortgage and I was doing some history like and digging like does this woman work how where does she get this money from apparently she used to date like this big time drug dealer in the south couldn't find his name however she is rumored to be tied with a billionaire and has been his understudy or what is it she's rumored to be tied with a billionaire in the past and was the other woman I was curious who this other, who this billionaire was, truth be told, because uh, for some reason, I, I just don't see billionaires flocking to Marlowe. I would imagine them flocking to women who are a little daintier, or maybe men really like her, who are like the men on the DL, men on the down low. Huh? Because you know, I mean, not to be rude, she, she you know, she, she, I, I, she, she kind of has like a rough, rugged look about her. So I guess if you're a man on the DL, you can kind of be like, she's a woman. IDK, I don't know if I'm being mean. But anyway, it is rumored that she has been tied to Mr. Ted Turner. Yeah, the guy who started like CNN, that Ted Turner, like TBS, TNT, all of that. Do you guys think that's true? Could you imagine if like this is the man who's been giving her money, like hush money, like I'm sure if so, she's gotten multiple of millions of dollars of hush money. Interesting, right? Like I want to know more and I'm sure her shady ass cast would tell us more. So this is why I want her to have her 15 minutes. I guess it's like not really bringing, give her another 15 minutes because she really has never had it, but she just definitely deserves her own peach. I need Marlo Hampton to have her own peach. Andy, are you listening? Give Marlo another 15 minutes or her 15 minutes. She will bring, she will bring it next season. Could you imagine this cast, you guys? Kenya, Candy, Kim, Marlo, Nini, Portia, Phaedra. Is your mouth watering just hearing this? Like, are your ears watering? This is the dream team. This is the all-star cast we have been waiting for. I have been waiting for. I am owed this. I don't know how many hours I've put in in all these shows. I deserve this. I said what I said. So, yep, you guys. Again, I like to make these episodes really easy. It's, man, guys, that's it. It's always really hard to transition out of these, especially when I'm by myself. But definitely, if you guys are listening, definitely tweet me your Valentine's Day stories. If they're good, the bad, the ugly, I'll hear them. And maybe you guys can shame me into next year. I'll be a better fiance and have a better Valentine's Day and not fall asleep on the couch and actually like get some drunken love in. Yeah. And don't forget our quote, when you're in love, you don't have to be nice all the time. Like shit happens. Things aren't perfect. It is what it is. You just got to keep it pushing. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. And 
I'm going to wrap this up because I'm starting to feel like I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and in this corner talking to myself. I can't wait to hear your guys' feedback and I will see you guys all next week. Thanks so much for listening to 15 Minutes of Fame. And don't forget to follow me. I'm at Fleeting15. That's Fleeting, F-L-E-E-T-I-N-G, 15. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And I have some really good stuff. I always put my thoughts on there. So if you need your daily dose of Brittany, here she is. And I will talk to you guys soon. See ya. Thank you.